Marginalia. I am Tamar, and I have a special guest with me this afternoon, evening, I don't know what time it is, Sherita Flournoy. Hi! (laughs) Hey, girl! (laughs) Hi. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me on Marginalia. Yes. Y'all, I just gave Sherita a um, full Marginalia history background um and she put on chapstick before she got ready to talk so i'm just gonna put her out there i'm just gonna put her out there like she really put on chapstick to get on the podcast why i have to do it all the way or not at all exactly so i brought sharita in one because sharita's awesome and she's interested in possibly starting her own podcast right or being maybe a more regular feature on marginalia yes we'll see but also, you are running for the Ada class president. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. Make a black woman president, y'all. <laughs> Please Tell do. us more about this campaign to run for this. Um. Well, the campaign, I think, stands a lot on people being brought together. I think, and when you say make a black woman president, I think it makes the most sense because black women throughout history have been the ones to care the most and to put in a lot of the work and in line with womanism, like radical love and um, hard work, which is my platform. Uh, I want to foster relationships. I already have fostered relationships with um a lot of people who are going to be in the SGA cabinet. Um, like who? Like you're Katie, Katie Chong, Chong, who's running for president. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Katie, Katie Chong. Chong. Hey. Yes. <laughs> She's going to be a bomb president. And I look forward to working with her. I look forward to that collaboration, radical collaboration, hopefully. Yo, I just love how like the election hasn't even gone down. She's like, I look forward to the position I already have. Yes, I do. Because I, I believe Full in shade. claiming. <laughs> Full shame. <laughs> I believe in claiming um, yeah. what I believe is mine. And so mm-hmm. I just constantly try to put that out there into the universe. Yes, absolutely. So you have political ambitions. I think you came in here with some political ambitions. And you brought up womanism. So can you talk a little bit more about how womanism will play a part in your platform and in the work that you're going to do as president? 
<laughs> we might as well just put that out we there. We might as well do it. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I feel like from the moment that I realized that so many of the issues that I fight for and the people that I fight for come from policies mm-hmm. or lack of policies. And that's when I was like, politics is it. I I recognize the hard work it takes to shift and demand things from policymakers. And so that's why I've decided I want to become mm. a policymaker. And it's, it's really hard um, dealing with the difference that that is mm-hmm. between being on one side of it, being an activist mm-hmm. and working in the grassroots organizing and then wanting to run for office yourself. Mm-hmm. Can we back up a little bit? Yeah. Talk a little bit more about your grassroots organizing and the activism work, I should say, before we even get to Smith. Yes. Talk more about that. So, basically, I, a lot of, and even this is controversial in itself in, like, the activism world is, mm-hmm. I did non a lot of nonprofit work. Besides, mm-hmm. activism is a complete, I don't consider my nonprofit work activism. I consider that grassroots work. Full shade. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, and it's, it's no yeah. shade to like yeah. I see what they're trying to do but it's it's definitely they have to toe the line mm-hmm. so it, it's very neat and clean for the coin yes mm-hmm. and that's a fearful part of me going into the politics mm-hmm. of having to toe this line for the coin <laughs> to use the word <laughs> for the coin for the coin mm-hmm. all the coins all the coins <laughs> mm-hmm. so um voting mm-hmm. I, I did an internship it started out with the internship with this um nonprofit called Chicago Votes mm-hmm. in Chicago and it was really literally it that they were trying to get you to vote mm-hmm. and I was so like it drove me insane after they taught me all these things about how politics is connected to all this horrible the horrible state of things in mm-hmm. Chicago on the south side specifically and then to go up to someone on the south side and they don't want to hear anything I've got to say. Mm. And they don't care about voting and they don't think it matters. And in a sense, they're right. Because, you know, we we come to this we come to this elite college. Right. Mm-hmm. And I sit in Gov two whatever. And they're telling <laughs> us about they're telling us about da 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 da. And they're like trying to teach us about how everything works. And people like to think like black people in the hood are just crazy mm-hmm. and they're just so disenfranchised that they don't know what they're talking about and disinterested and it's mm-hmm. like no after I take this class they're right this shit don't matter you know mm-hmm. what I mean like we're mm-hmm. all getting played mm-hmm. even though there is voting can do things mm-hmm. it can do things Um, there was a collective in Chicago that recently through uh, mass like activism and voting mm-hmm. got Anita Alvarez the state's attorney out okay. of office. Oh wow! So it it is powerful and it has a role to play. But they're not still. When I walk up to them and they're like, "I'm not trying to hear that," it's because they know what I came mm-hmm. here and they're trying to charge me sixty thousand dollars to learn. Mm-hmm. They already know mm-hmm. that shit is stacked against them, and right. they don't want to engage with that. Mm-hmm. They're like, "I'm just gonna get my coins and and live my life. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. play with that." So, okay. Yeah. So from there, from activism in Chicago, and you lived in Chicago. Yes, we're I in lived Chicago. In on, in Hyde Park. In Hyde Park. Yes. So you lived in Hyde Park, and from Hyde Park, you were in school and, like, yes. navigated yourself to Smith. Yes. And then what happened coming here that made you say, okay, yes, I'm definitely going to continue this path and, like, stay with politics? Well, not necessarily politics, but 
put myself on route to become a policymaker? Like, what, how have you navigated, I should say, um, towards that while you've been here? I feel like coming here was more of an ego boost. Mm. Like, if anything, when you're... When I came here and at first, you know, you deal with imposter syndrome, feeling mm-hmm. like some people, like myself, deal with, like, am I supposed to be here? Did they make a mistake? Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know... I'm winning a scholarship here. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. They're recognizing me for that. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I was dope there and I'm dope here. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm going to keep going. So um, I think part of that was Professor Rowan. Mm. I took... Hey, JT. Hey. Ah. <laughs> 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 Women of No, what was our class? Race, Feminism, and Resistance. Yes, Hello. Race, Feminism, and Resistance. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Mm. That really solidified, like, learning all these things from, like, Mm. how people demonize black women, Mm -hmm. no matter what we do. And I just, I want to go hard. Mm. I want to go all out for my people. And that would be, that would be beautiful. Yeah. I'm still going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. And to to return back to that class, Race, Feminism, and Resistance with Professor J.T. Roan, which we took last fall um, semester, that class really was. First of all, that we didn't meet in that class. I think we knew each other before. Did we meet in that class? We we knew each, each other, other a little bit, but that's where we became like, friends, got yes. to know each other. Yeah. Um. But that class was really. That was a huge turning point for me because I think I was really searching for something that could give me, like, some answers to the to just this. Like I was coming out of a spring semester that was really tough. And where I really wasn't engaging with the material that I wanted to engage in yet. Mm. And I feel like that class gave me what I needed to feel like I was here for the right reasons. Like, it gave me the text specifically on black women's, like, issues and lives and histories that I feel like set me, like, on that, on, not on a path, but, like, helped solidify that I'm here for the right reasons. Yes. That, like, my passions are in the right place. Yes. That there were, And that there's work to do. Yes. Within this area. There's work to do for black women and there's and it's not even that it's work to do it what i've been doing has been the work yes exactly that's what that, that makes clear valid as fuck, that i'm valid as fuck that my politics <laughs> have been valid as fuck yes. that my my methods have been valid and as fuck and someone else felt the same exactly. way before it like i feel like part of it was like reading that they're talking about the same stuff we're complaining about right that now ass. like even on the internet when they make memes like oh uh, men call women holes for everything from Snapchat yeah. filters to breathing. From breathing. <laughs> They've been talking about this. <laughs> literally. Since forever. That's literally the, the class where it was clear for me that like, oh yeah. No, people just hate black women. Yeah. It's not like, it's as simple as that, y'all. That people just hate black women. Like, the world is an anti-black world. But the way, I don't even know if I ever will say this right, but Massage Noir works, right? Yeah. Um, is so pervasive. And it's something that's, that when we recognize it is so embodied that and that and the text that we read and we engaged with I felt like made that so clear for yes, me you know what i mean yes. that i didn't need to to question anymore yes. what i was feeling yes. that i knew when i was having these encounters with people they were fucking racist and they were based on how i how i'm read as a black woman yes. right everything so. from when i learned the word physiognomy Mm. and understood how that related to me and how people basically dehumanized us based mm-hmm. on the way our bodies Literally are our bodies. Shaped. How gender is built off of yes. 
gendering, ungendering our bodies, ungendering our bodies. Yes. Oh, that was critical. That was one of the most important things I learned in that class. That was very. And 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 anybody who wants to tell me anything, I'm like, until you do this reading, don't do do that work. Until you do this work. I don't want to hear about any of your critique or anything because you 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 do not understand how long this has been going on. Exactly. It's still an issue. So absolutely. We're valid as fuck. So JC's class set you. On the path. On that path, or it even just helped solidify what you wanted to do. Yes. And we both became involved with the ADA class cabinet yes. at the same time. Yes. Talk a little bit about your experience on the class cabinet where you're now running to be the president. My experience was that um, being one of the few just pr- people on the cabinet who just read as black, mm-hmm. read black women. I mm-hmm. think I'm one of two. And there was a... I feel like there was a lot of filler mm. things going on. And I think I interact with that cabinet the same way I lack in smooth transition when I'm just talking to people. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at small talk. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go same. on dates with people mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, black black, black womanism though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, talk to me about black lives. Like, Are we really about it? Yes or no? Yes or no? <laughs> People yes. get in my inbox yes. and everybody tries to tell me like calm down or whatever. <laughs> no, Your delivery like my first could be better. Is, yeah, yeah this mm-hmm. is like all lives matter or black lives matter, mm-hmm. and that's like a qualifying question for me. So mm-hmm. it comes to the same thing when it comes to cabinet, and I'm like, what are we talking about? What are we what really are we doing? doing? Mm-hmm. Yes, what are we doing? There's things that need to be done, mm-hmm. and um, I think there was a lot of filler stuff going on, and then it it came to fruition, and I love when I when the universe gives me validation because mm-hmm. it came to fruition. There was this big argument going on in cabinet about printing mm. and they had been I guess not not arguing people don't yell and stuff but they're just like mm-hmm. debating about whether or not they were going to buy a print and I'm just sitting there listening 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 I, I have radical listening skills mm-hmm. and I found the like common denominator and I said I said hey blah 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 doesn't that make sense and everybody just sat there for a second they're like oh that does make sense <laughs> yeah let's do that mm-hmm and so I'm like, okay, so I think there's a lot of people who might need to just learn to sit back and listen more and mm-hmm. then come up with solutions. I feel like everybody's so busy just trying to take their turn and talk. Mm-hmm. Be heard. That, yes, mm-hmm. that we're not listening Engage to in the each performance other. of being in a seat of power. Yes. I put that in scare quotes, you know, when the power isn't actually action and us doing something. Yes, right? exactly. Absolutely. And of course, I don't talk about it, but yes. No, I have talked about it. I have thrown shade at my my role um, as historian on the Ada Cabinet, I think I, yes, Oren and I definitely complained about our co-historian roles, um, and we complained about things that, you know, I talk very openly about. I have a lot of discomfort around sitting in spaces, in cabinets, on boards at all, and not doing what you're talking about, like being action-oriented, like really coming up with a solution, like give me something to do, yes. or I will go mad, right? Yes. Give me something real to do, yes. or I will go mad. And I agree, like, there's a lot of filler, there's a lot of performance, and I think you can't avoid those things in w- where there are positions where people want to claim power yeah. or perform power. Yeah. Um, but I can say with full certainty that, you know, we've had a great president, we've had a gr- two great co-presidents who yes. have put in a lot of energy and a lot of work into what they do, and I can't think of anyone more deserving to take the role as pre- of president than Sharita because this is literally your work. 
This is, is literally your work, right? It is. This isn't just an opportunity to put something on a resume. No, no, not at all. I, I have so many like, ideas <laughs> She's like, and no, stuff. No, actually, and no. Like, yes, I'm <laughs> yes. like, mm-hmm. I can't wait for the first meeting. Again, I'm just claiming it, mm-hmm. but I can't wait for the first meeting to sit down and, and well, I know um, the co presidents are going to have a meeting with me if I win mm-hmm. and give me the rundown. And what I forget like this and that and then not forget it but put it to the side and what needs to be done Mm -hmm. here and I think one of the most important things to me right now is fostering a relationship Mm. with traditional students and the SGA cabinet Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I I I not really seen Mm -hmm. come to fruition as hardcore as I would like it to be Mm -hmm. and and part of that is going to be opening up our space for people to bring um a couple of trad guests it's very Mm -hmm. awkward that traditional students aren't allowed in our space. Mm-hmm. It's like a ban on traditional students, and I, I'm really looking to not have that. No bans. No bans. No like, bans. Come on, like look at our look at. We're all here together, right? <laughs> we right. All in it together. We're trying to be about that intergenerational yes. praxis, right? Yes. Of building with each other, and and whatever anybody's complaints are, will be taken seriously, mm-hmm. and let's figure out how to work around them instead of just obstructing. Let's not be mm-hmm. Obama and the Republicans. No. Let's no. <laughs> oh shit! She brought it there. Yeah. Okay. Let's not be Obama. Let's We're not trying to be two party not. out here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's all be one, and let's learn how to work together together to get what we need to get done mm. to foster relationships and love and the more people you have together the more unity you have the more power you have mm. and that's where uh, my platform lies damn y'all she oh that was succinct <laughs> <laughs> and that's where my platform lies like she even tapered off and shit okay okay Sharita like you ain't gonna be doing all that like um, <laughs> you mentioned something which, you know, snatched a couple edges off me. And you said, I have radical listening skills. Yes. What are radical listening skills? First of all, people don't listen. Let's just start there. <laughs> True. Like, like basic listening mm-hmm. skills. People aren't listening. They're waiting for you to shut your mouth mm-hmm. so that they can respond mm-hmm. and they can fight you. Then <laughs> fight you. They want to fight me. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of I've had so many conversations from relationships to work relationships, and I learned that people aren't even listening to me. Because mm. if you're listening, you would recognize that I'm just trying to come to an agreement with you. Mm-hmm. I have zero interest in being right. Mm. I have zero interest in being the one who like walks away from that thinking like, yeah, you I got want, shut down. Right, right. I want us to be okay. Mm-hmm. So. And and actually, my friend Destiny, shout out to Destiny, one of my closest friends now. I remember one time we were coming home from school on the train, and she was like, what's wrong? Or Like, she was talking, and she was like, what's wrong? Or uh, are you, like... And I was like, no, I'm just listening. Mm. And she was like, I've never had somebody listen mm. so intently like mm. that. Like, you're, you're not looking away. I believe in looking in the eye. And radical listening is listening for where I can help. Mm. Where, no matter how intense... And I know mm. me and you have had these disagreements. We, we be going at it, y'all. <laughs> we be getting heated. Like, I have to, like, calm down. Like, because I'm a black pessimist. I have no belief in the future. Like, no, no. No, But we, we come at it differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. And one of our things, you were like, I'm not about to engage with these people who, who it's violence. Mm-hmm. It's violence to engage with racist or whatever. And, uh, and basically what I was saying is I believe in radical listening in terms of, 
what are you really saying? Mm. And I know it sounds crazy to no, some people. No, I know what you mean. Like, you know, like... Like, even with, at the root yes. of what a very problematic person could be saying yes. is something that is probably... They usually don't mean what they're saying. Yeah. And don't even understand how to articulate it exactly. in a way that's more critical, right? And that mm-hmm. that means to take on a lot of labor. Radical mm-hmm. listening is... It is. is. It's, it's labor. It is. And so... When and I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Bitch, I'm okay. tired. Exactly. You know? And I feel like it, mm-hmm. people have a right to be tired, and mm-hmm. then whoever has the energy in that moment, just take it on. Just mm-hmm. take it on. Mm-hmm. And it's not of who has more or whatever. It's like, I ran. I ran. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Okay, mm-hmm. pass the baton. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that's how I engage with, with mm-hmm. people. You're about um, that work. Yeah. Even, um, I think it was James Baldwin who... Um, one of his essays is about how I think he's talking to like a son or something and he's like don't be angry with them like pity them because mm. really they, it's self-hatred that's mm. leading them to hate you and, and I think that came from yes, and yes that had to come from radical listening mm. to know that mm. you're saying fuck yes. me yeah. but really you hate yourself mm-hmm. so much and you need somebody to yeah. hate yeah. so you chose me and in a way it's also in a, and it, there's something very magical about that too, right? Because radical listening in some ways is then engaging your intuition, mm-hmm. which you have to be yeah. like still for. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you have to be still and you have to be engaged in a really in, like special way to be listening with intuition versus the desire to just respond. Exactly. So, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You know, this is really impromptu, and we just decided to come here today. And you know, I didn't have no expectations or nothing, but um, <laughs> no, I did. Um, so, what else is on the plate for you? What are your plans for next semester? What classes are you taking? <laughs> what could you possibly be getting into? <laughs> oh, talk about bold. Oh, back yes. up. Let's talk about bold. What bold. are you doing with the bold initiative? Bold. Okay, so Bold Women's Leadership Network is an initiative for a camp uh, a cohort of 10 women the first cohort we're the inaugural Ooh. you know if that's uh, uh, okay <laughs> <We're> the... <laughs> so shout out to my bold cohort shout out to bold um and we are the inaugural uh, cohort and we are doing a campus transformation project mm. now mind you when i applied for it i had just found out about it and i was in a rush and i applied for it i worked really hard on the essay trying to make sure i came out as who i am mm. because they were all i saw was campus transformation project and i was like ooh, mm. <laughs> right yes <laughs> they do <laughs> yes so yes um i know i came in there with a lot of my own ideas but being with a bunch of other women who definitely are just as thirsty for change here mm. as I am. Mm. And so long story short, I applied for it thinking it was just a campus transformation project, project like they give us some mentorship and some time mm-hmm. to do some type of campus transformation project. But then it turned out that it was also a $25,000 scholarship. Mm. Then it turned uh- out... That- <laughs> Queens. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out that uh, there's an international immersion portion of it. So mm. I found out that I'll be going to India for three what? weeks this yes. summer. Yes. Jealousy. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I'm very happy for you. I'm very um, happy. So I, I just got my passport. I'm filling mm. out my thing for a visa. And, and this is a part of it that I, I want to tell people you mm-hmm. know what i mean like i'm engaging in higher education to get what i want from it mm. on not just this piece of paper i'm here because 
they're gonna they just paid for my passport i'm here mm. for this is what i'm here for to gain access to the rest of the world from mm-hmm. here and so i'm very excited we have not solidified what project we're doing but it's definitely gonna have a lot to do with this like womanist perspective mm. of you know how we have all these different orgs mm-hmm. on campus and it's very divided in terms of like who shows definitely. up for what. Definitely, especially with the unity orgs. And yes, the, yes, exactly. Absolutely. So we're trying to like, mm-hmm. I know we can't, I know I, I, I'm an idealist, but we're trying to bring an end to that. Mm-hmm. We're trying to, everybody who can and is able show up to everything for everybody because there's strength in numbers. Mm-hmm. And, and if we show up for each other, there's nobody that can take any one of us down. Exactly. You know? so. How has Bold... Yes, I'm about to throw shade. You can tell. How has Bold been involved with the Black Lives Matter hanging, the banner hanging situation? So... If you can talk about that. we I can't go into detail, but... Oh, she... I, she... Ooh, she... Yo! She did it! She said... I can, legally, I can't speak on that, but... Okay. But, okay I can't go into yeah. great detail. Right. Uh-huh. But... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Okay, you see, this is what I was talking about earlier about towing the line. Because then, like, what if I was, like, senator or something and I say right. that and people are going to be like, mm. Exactly. And I'm like, no, I need you to know I want to be I rock for you yes. and I'm going to continue rocking for you. But, like, I can't say everything that's said to me. Right. And that's part of the relationship building mm. with administration, right? Mm-hmm. So there are some people in administration who really are radicals. Mm. They can't tell you, though, mm. unless they know they can trust you. So I'm building that trust. And I'm Damn. not going to tell nobody what they told me. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. You Meanwhile, have to have those you're going to give me what I need. Though. Right. <laughs> right. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. But um, we mm-hmm. found out when we... Well, I should, I'm sorry, not to interrupt no, you. No, go ahead. Could you give a little context what, basically how the, it came about, the whole banner situation? Oh, sorry. No, yes. it's not your fault, if you could. So, though. long story short, um, I believe that a house was interested in hanging a Black Lives Matter banner. Mm-hmm. There was someone who did not want the Black Lives Matter banner up because they felt like Black Lives Matter was anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Someone in the administration clarified and said that wasn't the case at all, that mm-hmm. no one didn't want it, that they were trying to prevent a case of, and this is where I believe false equivalencies come in, mm-hmm. because they were like, oh, well, you want to hang this Black Lives Matter banner, and we do agree with that, but what if someone wanted to hang a Make America Great Again banner? Mm. So we're just letting anybody hang any banner. So mm. we have to find a way to address this mm-hmm. without um, leaving room open for, like, something really harmful to go up. Right. <clears throat> and... That was the excuse from the administration for the pushback, you're saying? <laughs> yes. If I may use that language. But, but it, uh-huh. it wasn't pushback. From mm-hmm. their point of view, it wasn't pushback. It was actually permission and mm-hmm. policy form as to prevent misuse of the policy. Okay. But my issue comes in here. There's a lack of transparency. Mm-hmm. When they sent out an email, and in return, when the, when the controversy came... They sent out an email Mm -hmm. saying, this is the policy for banners. Mm. And it was like, you 
you didn't name the thing. You didn't even tell. If I didn't know what happened, I would have no idea what have the no point clue. of this email mm-hmm. is. And it's still ambiguous. A lot of people don't know what's going on. Don't know what's going They're on. Just, and I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's not fair to the people who are working to get this done. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not fair to the to leave anybody in the dark about what's going on. Your mm. administration, you want to send out an email, name the thing. Say what happened. Mm. Say what's going on. Say Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And and because Black Lives Matter is an alignment, right, with mm. what you all are standing for. So stand with them. Mm. And, 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 and yes, pick a side. You have essentially picked a side. And, and pick the right side. Mm. And when somebody wants to hang a great, make America great again, all we have to do is go by facts mm. and point out what that really means and what that has brought to the country. Mm-hmm. And you could easily just say, no, we're not doing that. Right. And you know this campus is going to rock with you because you need to make, a, just like I was talking about making a life since you need to align yourself with the right side. Right. And we are right. the right side. Let's say that again. We, we are, are the, the right, right side. side. There's, we're not arguing that. No, we're not. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to... I don't like the idea of equivalating mm. Black Lives Matter with Make America Great Again. Mm. They are n- in no way, shape, or form. Really, I don't even know why Make America Great Again would come to mind. Exactly. When, when you, you say Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. Which has always been... I mean, which has been the argument around this, right? It, that's the... I mean, Make America Great Again, All Lives Matter basically are in bed together, right? Yeah. This whole notion that... And I'm preaching to the choir, but this whole notion that somehow stating that the lives of black people have worth and value is degrading and devaluing the lives of others, yes. right? Like, stop. Yes. Stop, please. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. And, and, and it's, Y'all have the receipts already. Exactly, exactly. Check <laughs> so. out the policy platform. <laughs> exactly. Check out the policies, y'all. Yes. They're actually exactly. up in 150. So if you happen to want to visit 150 Elm Street nice. and Ada House, we have the policy and platform, I believe some of it, up on our bulletin board. So Hit me up. You're welcome. Tomorrow, friends, happy to... <laughs> show that to you happy to uh, di- have this dialogue to have this dialogue or that awkward moment about. whatever whichever it is <laughs> um okay and so then bold steps in yes mm-hmm. and we're like okay let's go investigate so <laughs> Ooh, what she said let's <laughs> investigate that's love, okay that's the love i have for mm-hmm. my cohort like they were really about that life oh so this was in this wasn't like an initiative brought from an administrator this was no. bold collectively working together yes, saying, this is what we're gonna do they let us okay. do that mm. they we have these meetings every friday and there are things that that um <laughs> the people in charge of bold want us to do mm. but Annie mm. and Tina let us if they're like when um when something happened on campus I don't know if it was like the election or something happened and we just wanted to talk about that they you know throughout the syllabus not threw it out it's gonna be done another day but they mm-hmm. were like okay let's just talk about this mm. and when we came to the meeting that's what was really bothering us and we talked about that and they were like oh, okay so what do we want to do I'm like oh you know what I mean and. And it's so funny because we had this mm. real intimate conversation about them basically not standing in our way of how we go through activism mm. and things like that. Because I don't know if you know about the riot that happened at Middlebury over... Um, no. There was a man... I forget his name right now. There was a man who came there who's written a book who basically like supports this type of like eugenics idea. That's not what he was there to talk about. Mm. But he has these other ideas that were unrelated to the talk I think he was coming but Middlebury was basically like no this isn't going down on our right. campus and right. they like it was this all isn't, out this isn't David Duke or no this isn't like a ex 
white supremacist. No, okay. no. Okay. No, I'm thinking of a different situation. It's more mm-hmm. of a subtle academic type. Basically, racist. Like, <laughs> yes, an academic race. <laughs> okay. Academic, oh, okay. No, they okay. hide it behind their right. degrees, mm-hmm. like mm, science says. Right, like, trying to no. slip eugenics in there. Yes, and, and fucked up. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, long story short, mm-hmm. they wanted to have because Middlebury is part of our. Because it's it's not just Smith that's doing it. So there's several other colleges that have a bold that have a bold cohort. Okay, and oh. we all come together. Y'all did not know all this. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Middlebury's part and and they're dealing with the fact that some of their and this is the type of people that Bold mm. like attracted and that's mm-hmm. why I love Bold so much mm. they, they attracted some real people who are really about it about right. it and so some of the Bold cohort from mm-hmm. Middlebury was a part of the riot Okay, and so they're trying to like figure out how they're going to deal with that and so they want to talk to us about like, like you y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute right so we gave y'all this money but here's the thing <laughs> What y'all not going to do is be acting up on this campus <laughs> like that Middlebury bitches, okay? Exactly. Okay? Uh, that is hilarious, though. They're like, yes. wait, oop, hold on a second, hold y'all. Hold on, we know y'all radical and stuff, but, um, <laughs> but, but really. But for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, but what ended up happening was this, like, real hardcore conversation about how we already feel like we're towing the line. And I mm-hmm. think this is going to help me so much. And, I, and there was a, another young lady in the group who was like, I hate this idea that I have to be any type of respectable mm. to be a part of whatever I'm doing. And it was so important to our, like, to Tina and Annie, the people that are in charge of our cohort, mm. that they went back and checked back with, like, the head of Bold. And they were like, da 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 they echoed the conversation we were having. They came back to us and they sent out an email like, we just want to confirm mm. and let y'all know mm. that we will not be standing in the way of wow. how you engage. We trust you mm. and we know that you trust us. And it was just like this, Thank God like, the leadership go and be is, free. Is positioned that way. Yes. So. I'm like, what if somebody mm. else had been in charge Exactly. Who would want to shut it down? Who would shut this down? Like, there's one person in particular that I could think of right now and I'm like, oh my God, this would mm. be a living hell. Well, they also took you, so that means yeah, a lot. You know, it's mm-hmm. the story behind that. Real short, mm-hmm. really funny. Now, remember when I told you that I didn't know about all the other benefits of it? Mm-hmm. So I went into my interview, my mm-hmm. second interview, I believe it was, kind of in a fuck it mode because mm. I was just like, either they gonna take me or they, or they not? Know, like whatever, they not, I'm like, here. Whatever. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm yes. gonna rock anyway. So yes. I went in there and I, t- I was straight real. I was talking about how, like my own evolution, mm. how when I first became aware of everything that's happened and going on, mm-hmm. like in, in 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 community college, I hated white people. Mm. Like I said this in an interview with two white women, mm. and I, I thought about it, and I'm like, oh my god, and they were like, <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> And so I'm talking about all these <laughs> radical things about how, mm-hmm. you know, depending on who you talk to, like back in Chicago, you might you might hear someone call me a criminal. Mm. You might hear someone like mm-hmm. I've, I've had I've been on all these different type of spaces. And, hmm. and next thing you know, I'm getting an email. Well, you have been accepted to both. Yes. And I'm you like, radical okay. ass bitch. <laughs> we like, like you. Him. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. gold is dope. And, Which is and, further evidence that I have to push that. It is not in your benefit to censor yourself, and we talk about that a lot of marginalia, like censor censoring yourself, attempting to like appease people, especially when it comes to issues that are to do with your politics, especially yeah. your politics as Black women. Yeah. Um, it it 
undermines your whole purpose because yes. people know when you're holding back. People yes. know when you're not being authentic. Yes. So and they want to see you put that passion yes. into the work. I want so. to. I want to. I, I just want to keep this authenticity mm-hmm. throughout and 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 i i'm hoping people fucks with me they f- they will it. fucks with you <laughs> they will fucks with you yeah. so bold went in to the yes. banner situation yes, yes. and and <laughs> just, i know i'm trying to push this y'all i'm just trying to get to the little nitty-gritty <laughs> yeah. i just want to know let me just you be more specific me, huh you, know you remind me of right now who I don't know if you watched Ellen DeGeneres, but there was this episode where she was trying to get, I feel like it was Nicki Minaj to say who she was dating. dating. I know, I'm that bitch. I'm like, so, (laughs) So you're in red shoes. (laughs) Who got you those shoes? Can you be more specific? (laughs) I, I I, what was bold, I guess, more specific action taken in response to the banner? Like what on the ground, like specifically did you all do, I should say, and then we can stop there. Long story short, like, we decided to make ourselves visible. Like, this was the time, because I feel like Bold's really in the background right now. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't even know about it, or, like, mm-hmm. they know that it's a thing that's going on, but they don't realize that we're, we're ready to, like, shut up for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let us she know She said, fuck some need. shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we In case ready. y'all didn't hear that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, we decided to just put ourselves out there. So, we started meeting with administration. Like, okay. oh, okay, tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. We've met with, like, three people. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, like, it's so weird. You, by the way, you just had that like principal, high school principal look. Not high school, but any type of like principal administrator look. Like when you said, "Tell me what happened." <laughs> like her head did this tilt, and I really felt like I had to say what happened. Like I really felt like I needed to confess. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like administration mm-hmm. is kind of very much interested in what our project is going to be because of this recent like mm. like we heard like it was almost like a big sister type thing right okay. like we heard there was some shit going <laughs> down with the campus, <laughs> on campus. so okay. we came like hello okay. what's going on here wow and and you all have that access now yes. that you have this cohort and the funding behind it and yes. the name behind it and the name behind it and they're they're putting us in these papers and they're here around like you know mm-hmm. and there's power in that mm-hmm. like if you're gonna put me on this you can pedestal, put, you can also put out a statement exactly if exactly. you're gonna put me on this pedestal and we're gonna keep it real mm-hmm. so administration is very interested in what we're gonna do with <laughs> our official project yes okay and I feel like okay okay Okay. Um, stay tuned and we okay. will let you know. We will let you know. And this has <laughs> culminated in some way where now we see Black Lives Matter banners going up Everywhere. on nearly every house on campus, which is as great as it is to see it is also problematic because although there are houses that have that banner hanging, we can all say very freely that there is a lot of anti-black shit going on oh, within yeah. the house still, like oh, even yeah. in some of our own yes. spaces. So. Yes. Um. Yeah, very interesting to see how this develops. How interesting it will be to be on a <coughs> campus with a Black Lives Matter banner on nearly every goddamn house, but to for people, black people, identifying people on, in those houses to still be experiencing anti-blackness is pretty ironic. It is, and is basically that's Smith. Yes, that's that's being in this space, mm-hmm. this this progressive liberal space. Mm. That's why people are kind of like, fuck liberals. Fuck liberals. Y'all ain't about shit. Y'all just perform (laughs) shit. exactly. You know, y'all really are about some all lives matter at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you don't want to put yourself on the line. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big deal. And that's, that's where, yeah, radical shit comes in. 
That's what's up. What are you going to be doing in India? I do not know yet. They, They're just sending you all to India? No. Because, <laughs> like, because bye, girls. The, Have fun. Bye. You know? Um, because we're the first cohort. And that and that's one thing that I feel like Boat is bringing to my table as well. Mm. Learning to let go mm. and let things form as they go. Because you... No, like I will sit down. I have my whole next two, four years planned with mm-hmm. A, B, plan A, B, and C. But the way it had to happen with them, I had to just sit back and and trust them and let them handle it. Mm. And I just found out, you know, what city I'm I'm being Kochi, Kochi, okay, down towards um, southern. The coast. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be there, and I, so I just found out the city. So let alone the actual. Right. It's called an international immersion experience. So okay. I imagine that I'm just gonna emerge in, immerse in myself southern Indian in, culture, exactly. Which is dope. It would be great if it didn't really have like an agenda, more so, so much, and more so just like letting you experience. Yes. That would be great. Like let me create. I really this. wish there were more broad programs, and I'm sure there are, and I just don't know that are just about cultural immersion. Just go there, experience it, yeah. and I don't mean in like a fucked up colonial yeah, gaze yeah. fixtured way. I mean, just like, go eat the food, you know, go spend your money there, yes. go learn, go walk around, like yes. not an agenda to go study people yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Exactly. Which always ends up being the case when you move yeah. around white, you know, <laughs> yeah. institutions. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay All right. I mean, I thought I had another question, but you know, Sharita and I are about to go be about our fitness. Yes. Hit the um, gym. We're about to hit the gym. Um, Tamar said I'm supposed to stretch after. I I feel like I'm supposed to stretch before. Okay. Y'all can, can all right. On that. All right. <laughs> you do not stretch cold muscles. <laughs> I was going to get on the treadmill and then stretch. Yes, you must warm up. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, you can stretch after. Okay. I just prefer. <laughs> I learned in yoga that the object... Of stretching is pulling, which means you need strength to pull, which means I prefer doing a little weight training True. before I do my stretches. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Some people might disagree. <laughs> That's fine. As long as you warm up. That's all I'm saying. Um, all right, y'all. Peace and all the motherfucking love. Is there all anything the you want to you wanna send away? Send these shorties away? Maybe a statement. Maybe something you might wear in a hat. I don't know. What would, what would you say? <laughs> I, mean, I would say <laughs> make a black woman president make a black woman president y'all that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> alright <laughs> bye <laughs> 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 <laughs>